0: Fort Wayne, Indiana, The Fan. Live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shublin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply.
1: Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply for a Saturday November seventh, 2020, and they're still counting the votes. They're, they're <laughs> still counting the votes. It seems like yesterday I, I went and voted. Oh wait a minute, no, that was Tuesday.
2: Mm-hmm. Still counting. Four days later. Hell, holy, yeah. Which well. even Indiana is still counting. So this happens all the time. It's just it's never this close that it matters, you know. So I saw something yesterday that that Indiana even has not counted all its votes. In, in Indianapolis in particular has a lot of votes out. So it's a thing. We just never realized it because it's never this close. But now that it is, everybody's got an opinion on on what's going on. And the Republicans said this is all magnified. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Oh. So,
1: okay, that's as political as I'll ever go, <laughs> ever in my life. I, I keep everything close to the vest there. But uh, welcome in to Talkin Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply. We've got a great show lined up for you today. Of course, sectional championships were contested last night around the state of Indiana, and we will have the Northeast Indiana scores for you and who advanced and will play for a regional championship next. Next week, and uh, my goodness, there—that uh, I don't want to say surprises because once somebody gets to the sectional championship, maybe save for a team or two, they earned that trip. So uh, you know, if you uh, if you win, hey, yeah, you were you were a pretty good team. But anyway, we had. Uh, uh, some intrigue last night that's for sure, so we'll talk about the games that were contested, the scores and uh and what happens next so we'll we'll talk about that. We're also going to be talking to our friend Dan Vance, he of outside the dot net but also the media relations director for the four way mad ants and from a social media perspective it's come down to being creative. Uh the professional sports teams in town, the Tin Caps, the Comets, and the Mad Ants are all doing whatever they can to keep their fans engaged during these times of uncertainty. And uh, the Mad Ants are doing just that and they have something pretty special uh that's getting started today and we're going to be talking with Dan about that uh a pretty cool offering if you've uh, been any kind of Mad Ants fan uh, over the years. So, pretty cool thing uh, coming up today that we're going to be talking with Dan about as well. So, um, without further ado, Justin, let's get to these sectional championship scores, and let's start with Class 6A that took place out at Dave Walters Stadium on the campus of Homestead High School last night, where the Homestead Spartans Summit Athletic Conference Champs times two... Or back to back, if you will, took on the Warsaw Tigers last evening in a Warsaw Tigers team that brought their triple option and and beat Carroll the week before, forty-two to thirty-five, and held the ball for I don't know how many minutes of that game, close to forty minutes. It was incredible. And so, and I guess in a a telling stat for that is that Carroll had the ball so little of that time but still put up 35 points.
2: And that's how Carroll'd been all year is putting up points quickly almost to the point where it didn't give the defense enough time to recover. And usually that's a case when you can't move the football and there's a lot of three and outs, right? But I think there, a factor was Carroll scoring too fast sometimes.
1: So you, you had a Warsaw team coming into Homestead that had turned a lot of heads the week before by uh, dispatching the Carroll Chargers. So last night it was Homestead and Warsaw. And, of course, no Braden Hardwick either, uh, who was in an air cast last night. But... It was the Spartans prevailing and advancing with a 30 to 22 victory over the Warsaw Tigers. So Homestead just keeps churning out win after win after win, and what is now ten in a row for them after that opening week loss to the yep, Bruins. Ten straight—that's unbelievable. And, and as we've talked before, the. 2020 adversity that they have uh, with withheld with withstood I should say uh, this entire season you know starting out week 1 you know without uh, without your linebacker core you know and then losing your head coach and uh, and, and luckily you've got a, a Sean Harkness who uh, is uh, the the stepping coach extraordinaire and has been for years for the Spartans. And then they have an offensive line that uh, that, that is uh, beset with illness and, and injury and not able to play. But through that all, you know, they prevailed. And uh, what a testament to, to the, the guts of those kids on that team and that coaching staff, you know. So uh, congratulations to the Homestead Spartans who now – We'll head down to the, I think it's the 317 still. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah down yep. to Westfield and uh, take on our Denim 1 Westfield team. So uh, Homestead and uh, Westfield are going to go at it in regional play. But um, this
2: Homestead team, if, do you recall one that's, uh, th- that's been this resilient? No, not in recent memory. I mean, you know, the M.O. for for Homestead used to be being able to put up a lot of points and give up a lot of points. Mm-hmm. But the key last night, as it's been uh, for most of the season for Homestead, as good as the offense and Evan Ormsby and Nate Anderson and company have been, is that defense getting stops when it needed to. And we saw Carroll in- unable to do that last week against Warsaw, against that triple option. But Homestead was able to come in, limit that Bart ball with Bart Curtis at Warsaw and force warsaw out of its comfort zone it wants to gain four or five yards of play and just methodically move the ball downfield it was able to do that in the first half homestead makes some adjustments at the break and really made things problematic for warsaw in the third and fourth quarters and and that was the difference is not allowing the tigers to really fall into what they love to do and just grind out drives and keep the ball away from an opponent uh, they weren't able to do that last night, particularly after half. And the reward for Homesteads a sectional title, and unfortunately, they have to go to Westfield next week. So, so many people were excited that Carroll or Carmel was no longer in the North in 6A. Well, Westfield's the second-ranked team in Class 6A. I mean, the rocks are for real. Battle of 10 and 1 teams next week.
1: And, and of course, uh, Kurt Tittman, head coach at uh, Snyder, was on uh, the pregame show last night talking about the Warsaw Tigers and their methodical offensive ways. You know, basically saying they're content with, with three yards at a clip. And he says, and you take three times four, that's 12 yards. That's enough to move the chains, yeah, downs, need. and march down the field. So, yep. You know, that uh, simple math is going to tell you that uh, that's going to be successful if you can can be Disciplined enough to run that offense. so Yeah. Uh, very interesting stuff. Class 5A, sectional 11. This took place at Shields Field last night. This was the matchup take two between the Northside Legends and Bishop Dwinger Saints, uh, Deuce versus Brendan Lytle. And then, g- hey, guess what? Brendan Lytle shows... That he needs to be in the conversation with all the elite quarterbacks that, that are that are playing, have played, and, and will play. And of course, even even last week set the all-time Dwyer uh, touchdown passing record, uh, which, when you
2: think about it, uh, that's some pretty heady stuff. Pretty impressive. Yeah. It, Anytime you can best Kevin Mers in anything, uh, it's it's a good day. And, and and don't worry, Kevin will be the first to admit uh when he surpassed at anything uh for sure former Dwanger quarterback of course. Oh uh, he's a former dwinger pitcher too yes he, well, you yes, JV yeah, yeah um and and so Brendan Lytle uh, never is talked about in the conversation of best quarterbacks in the area. If he is he's kind of thrown in at the end. So so much attention is put on Deuce Taylor and Jeff Becker in the SAC in particular. And yes, they are very good quarterbacks for sure. But Brendan Lytle is a winning quarterback. He has won a state title as a sophomore. He continues to make plays in the clutch. He continues to not make mistakes when it comes when it's a big moment. So in the second half in particular, him scrambling for a touchdown to uh, to to put, to put uh, you know some some breathing room in there between Northside and DeWenger, making the plays, making the reads, being the leader. Nine times out of ten, the stats tell the story. And so many people will just on the surface look at stats and say this is the best kid in the area and this is the second best kid in the area basically because they have the two best stats. But you have to look next level at those things. And if Brendan Lytle gets this team down to the state championship game where they would probably have to play Cathedral, which is scary, but if Mr. Wenger gets back to Lucas Oil Stadium, Brendan Lytle has to be in the conversation for player of the year. Because of what he's done. And maybe it's more of a lifetime achievement type thing, what mm-hmm. he's done in his career. But that kid has been overshadowed and overlooked for too long. Last night, he bests, once again, a really good quarterback that gets a lot of love in the media and Deuce Taylor. And we just say, oh, you know, he's, he's just a product of Dewanger But that's, that, that's not it. That doesn't tell the entire story of Brendan Lytle. He deserves... Uh, you know, he deserves some accolades, and last night was just the the next checkmark in a career that's been absolutely phenomenal.
1: Well, his touchdown run of 33 yards was electric. I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, went back, it was basically a quarterback draw. It looked like, you know, uh, back in the pocket about two steps, and then took off, found his whole... But it wasn't a, a, a big gap straight up the middle either. He, he had to he had to find. Yeah. He had to use his vision and find things, and ended up 33 yards later in the end zone and uh, basically untouched the last 20 yards. You know. But uh, you know, you as you were saying though, Justin, he, he doesn't make mistakes. He he makes great decisions, and and that's you know uh, is. We, we've got two quarterbacks in this conference that that have arm strength that that is incredible mm-hmm. in accuracy. You know, Deuce Taylor made a throw last night in uh, what was a third or fourth quarter that you know he was being pursued. He was in almost in the grasp at the time and kind of flings one and it was hard, even hard to see it leave his hand. But then the next thing you know, his receiver in the middle of the field has it and is heading toward the sideline. Uh, you know, for a substantial gain. And it's like, how in the world did this kid do this mm-hmm. but uh, you know in in Deuce Taylor will make plays that will leave you shaking your head yeah. because of the the you know just the athleticism the the pure how in the world did that happen Yeah, you know but uh, you know i in in uh, Brendan Lytle is a lot like uh, from an NFL quarterback perspective, and this goes back a little ways, Brad Johnson. Mm-hmm. He was a quarterback of the Buccaneers when they when they had that big uh, vaunted defense, and they had Allstott and Keyshawn and yeah. And, and, yeah. and everybody. And Brad Johnson was not the focal point of that offense. There were other there were other big names and everything like that. But if not for Brad Johnson. That wouldn't have happened because Brad sure. Johnson was the guy that made the correct decisions. He 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 didn't uh, put you in harm's way. He didn't try to force things when
2: something wasn't there. And and this is the same thing with Mr. Lionel. So. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, the, the, the margin for error is slim when you're playing Bishop Dewanger. Bishop Dewanger turns the ball over twice in its first two possessions. Yeah. And Northside, while they scored, could not take full advantage of that. They couldn't get 14 points. They sat there with six. And without a kicking game really whatsoever, um that costs you. You have to maximize the opportunities you have against Bishop De Wenger. The Saints win it at halftime. They made some adjustments, as good teams do, similar to what Homestead did at the break defensively last night. They come out and they make the plays and dominate what what was a three point deficit into a seventeen to six lead before you could blink really in that third mm-hmm. quarter. Yeah. So Bishop DeWanger made the plays when it had to. Northside did not, you know, a fumble close to the goal line cost points another fumble on another drive uh was another turnover that cost them potential points you cannot do that against Bishop Dwenger you have to play very good football sound football and take advantage of the opportunities that the Saints give you Northside did not fully do that in that first quarter last night
1: Bishop Dwinger now 10 and 1. Their only loss to Homestead in that triple overtime thriller. Uh, head now to Zionsville and take on Zionsville, who are 5 and 5 and didn't even have to play last night due to uh, uh, forfeit from their opponent uh, due to COVID related yep. uh, stuff.
2: So, so to be Bishop Dwinger at Zionsville. Zionsville 5 and 5. Uh, one of those teams that's uh, that's better than its record indicates due to the, co- the competition of plays, but I do like the matchup for the Saints. Over into uh, Class
1: 4A, Sectional 19,
2: we had the East Noble
1: Knights paying a call to the Leo Lions, another one that uh, uh, was uh, take two on this, matchup times two, because both teams are in the Northeast 8 Conference, and Leo shut out the Knights in their first meeting. I think it was 24-0. 24 nothing. yep. And... Uh, well, the, the the knights returned the favor. They did ten nothing victory for East Noble. Uh, of course, Rowan Zolman, you've uh, for a for an extensive part of the season is back and in one of the uh, top players in the area, and uh, and it shows with his presence. Uh, it,
2: it was this was kind of a surprise last night. Not that East Noble won, but being able to pitch the shutout against Leo. Uh yeah, his impact on both sides of the football remain to you know, remain high. I mean his he's he's a dangerous player on both sides. And we talked about Warsaw and what they like to do with their triple option. If you take it away from them, it takes them out of their comfort zone. When Leo got down ten nothing, I worried because we haven't had, we haven't seen Leo come back from a deficit like that this year. They're not equipped to do that with their offense. So when they got down 10-0, it felt like 28-0 for Leo because you're like, I don't know how they're making this up because they're going to have to open the offense up, something they haven't done very often this year. And it turned out that that was their death knell. They really couldn't get anything going against East Noble. Once you limit Leo's run game, what do they do? And they were able to eke out 10 wins this year in impressive fashion. With a one-dimensional offense, but it clipped them in the playoffs. I mean, they ran up against a team that they they struggled against last night against East Noble, and and that was the end of it.
1: So East Noble will now uh, host Marion, nine and three, because Marion was victorious over
2: Delta. That's impressive win night. for the Giants last night. How about that?
1: So tell you what we'll do. We'll do three uh, A, two A, and one A when we come back from break. But before we go to break, I want to tell you about my friends Matt Culligan once again. If you got a water softener, it doesn't have to be a Culligan. Have you had it inspected lately? Do you know it's working? Or do you know it's just in the corner of the basement or the garage collecting dust, and every once in a while you open it up, you put salt in it, and yeah, okay, and you hear it recharging maybe? Or is it recharging? Or is it just making noise? I know, hey, I make noise Around the house, and I'm not doing anything. So. You're not recharging. No, no. Uh, I think it's called something else. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but, so I need an inspection too. But listen, call Culligan today, regardless of the make or model of your softener, and give them a call. Twenty nine ninety five for peace of mind. They'll come out. They'll they'll test your water. They'll they'll take a look at your water softener and let you know if it's running efficiently efficiently or if it needs some kind of uh, kind of work. You don't want to be uh, thinking that your softener's working when it isn't because then that's going to impact your waterborne appliances, your your dishwasher, your water heater, your washing machine. And the last time I checked, those were getting more expensive by the month, it seems. So give Culligan a call today, 484 That's four eight four eight six six eight, and schedule your water softener inspection. We'll be right back.
3: It's time to rethink your limits and OPS is here to help you do it. OPS, Optimum Performance Sports, is the new standard in sports medicine and sports performance. Unfortunately, injuries are just a part of the game and can happen to anyone. The professionals at OPS work together to get you back in action and performing at your very
1: best. From certified athletic trainers to fellowship trained sports medicine physicians, physical therapists, and sports performance coaches, your athlete will receive the same
3: continuum of care as the professional professionals do. Wanting to take your game to the next level?
1: OPS offers performance classes 6 days a week at the newly renovated ash center. OPS athletes can experience real measurable results in speed, strength, and agility without increasing their risk of injury. The certified trainers at OPS use scientific methods to help you get the most out of your body. Mention this ad and you will receive one free month of training. Visit optimumperformance.sports.com to learn more and to start your free month today
0: westwood one with a sunday night football preview a big nfc south matchup in prime time the saints at the Bucs. drew Brees in new orleans they won the first meeting in week one they're on a four game win streak now the second meeting against an improved tampa bay team led by tom brady the Bucs they've won three straight join us and hear the nfl all season from westwood one on fort wayne sports station 1380 the fan and 100.9 fm at the home depot we improve things this holiday season we've improved black friday instead of one day of crazy we've lowered prices now and they'll stay low all season from decorations to dishwashers wreaths to ratchet sets so sleep in you're not gonna miss black friday not one little bit Black Friday Improved. The best prices of the year already here at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. The U.S. only Wall last See store for details.
3: Does learning a language feel like this? No habla espanol? Hablo. It's hablo. It's hablo. <laughs> when you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind.
4: Since my husband is from Guatemala, I'll apply what I've learned in Babbel to our real-life situations. The
0: app is so easy to use and it's so practical. It helps you learn things that you will actually
3: need. Babel. Language for Life, celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at babel.com. That's babel.com, Babbel.com. That's Babbel.com, B-A-B-B-E-L.com.
5: Are you currently working with an insurance agent who represents a single company? If so, you're obviously limited to the products and rates that company has to offer. If I've just described your situation, you need to talk with the experts at Hoopy Insurance Services. Hoopy Insurance Services is an independent agency. That means they work with a number of top-notch companies so they can find you the very best coverage for your specific situation at the very best price. Insurance is important. You need a partner who understands the industry and the coverages that are available and the Partner who will be there when you need help. In Fort Wayne, that partner is locally owned Hoopy Insurance Services. They've been taking care of your friends and neighbors for decades and they can do the same for you. So call today at 486-7488. That's 486-7488. Or check them out on the web at hoopy H-U-P-E-insurance.com. Hoopy Insurance, their family serving your family for over 35 years.
0: Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.
1: Welcome back to Talkin' Sports for Saturday, November 7th. Along with Justin Kenny from OPS and OutsideTheHuddle.net, I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks so much for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. Don't forget we are on Twitter at, at sports 1380 and also uh, the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, and uh, anywhere you like to listen to podcasts and, of course, at uh 1380thefan.com as well. Just go to the co- podcast page and you'll find a plethora of podcast opportunities for you. All right, we are going to cover the Class 3A Sectional 27 Championship game, which was uh, one that was circled on a lot of people's schedules because it was, uh, well, it was going to be a couple of very good defensive teams going at it in the Concordia Cadets and Norwell Knights. Norwell came into that one were um, they 10 and two coming into the last night's contest and uh, the cadets five and five on yeah. the season
2: ten and, 10 and one last night for Norwell 10 and one for it? yeah, yeah
1: the norwell 10 and one with they only they only lost to Leo mm-hmm. uh that 17 nothing loss uh, earlier in the season and uh boy Concordia just uh this was supposed to be a defensive struggle Concordia wins by a score of 24 to nothing I didn't see a 24-point margin of victory coming, did you?
2: No, I mean, well, I mean, not surprising that Concordia won, first off, but the way they did it, being able to shut out Norwell and that offense that has been so good this year, um, you know, the Concordia defense just stepped up and was able to make some plays, and on that turf... Uh, It was difficult for Norwell to really get some stuff going with the speed that Concordia was able to put, particularly on the edges on defense and downfield. So kudos to the cadets. And uh, they advance, and uh, a big win. A- another big like feather in the cap for the SAC last night. Two big matchups. Three, if you count Homestead, in terms of playing some solid out-of-conference opponents. Mm-hmm. And they beat all three to win sectional championships. And, of course, four SAC teams remain alive in the postseason.
1: No doubt about it. And, and of course, uh, Mr. Cam Johnson... From Concordia. Do you, do you think he's sleeping in this morning?
2: <laughs> I don't know Just, if Jim letting his kid sleep in. He was every. I mean, he did everything. A yeah. couple of touchdown receptions. Might have sold popcorn at the concession before the game. I don't know,
1: but my goodness. He had a couple of receptions for 105 yards. Oh, both of those would have uh, went for touchdowns. Uh, he had, uh, what, an interception, a couple tackles for
2: loss. Yeah, I mean, he a primary return guy as well for. For Concordia, I mean, a do everything player, and and just every week Cam's doing something to put himself uh, on social media and in the box score. Last night was the latest example of that, and and Concordia now has a big, big challenge. Next week they'll go to Chittard. Uh, I think it's the top ranked team in Class 3A at 10 and one. So Cadets have a big one coming up next Friday.
1: They do indeed, and it's uh, down there in once again on the 317 in the Indianapolis area, taking on Bishop Chittard, But congratulations, congratulations to the Norwell Knights. Yeah, the Norwell Knights, uh, in, in from my estimation, they flew completely under the radar this year. Yep. Like I said, the first five weeks or so of the season in the Northeast 8 Conference, everybody was talking about Columbia City, and it was the first time Columbia City had gotten off to that such a good start in in so many years, and and, you know, after the uh, the 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 loss at Leo, mm-hmm. um, you know, every, but all they did then after that was win. Yeah. And after the Leo loss, they rattled off eight wins in a row going into last night. And during that that eight wins, I think scored something like 323 points. So averaging just a little a shade over 40 points a game. Plus, they had that shutdown defense. Yeah. So uh, kudos to the Norwell Knights because uh, that program improved a lot, and uh, for them to uh, finish a season with uh, with 10 wins, yep. uh, you know, after after having struggled uh, in recent past, hey, great for them.
2: Yeah, and, and getting that program, you know, Coach Gerber being able to have a season like this, it just galvanizes the entire program, galvanizes the student body, and brings more kids out to the program. So for a Norwell team that, like you mentioned, for a couple of years had been struggling uh, to have a season like this, it bodes well for the future. Unfortunately, you know, they, they as good as a the season they had, 10 wins for the first time since 2006, that was when they went down to the state championship game and lost, seven. I think it was a 7 nothing game. Um, it is great for Norwell, unfortunately. They don't win a conference championship, don't win any postseason hardware, but definitely a very, very impressive season out of the Knights.
1: Now heading on to Class 2A sectional 35. This was going to be the Northeast Corner Conference's best versus Bishop Lures from the SAC, and we were going to find out just how good the Northeast Corner was. Well, the Bishop Lures Knights showed uh, everyone with a 56-49 victory over East Side. Last evening. Carson Clark, what three hundred and fifty-four yards, six yeah.
2: touchdown passes, four yeah. of those to Mr. Brody Glenn. Seven touchdowns in two weeks for Brody. Jeez. Uh this was a, a fascinating game. It, it, every time it felt like uh like Lewers was in control. Eastside would come back. Layman Davis had a really huge game. Dax Holman, the sophomore running back, had a big game for Eastside, who scores late in the game to get within seven. They recover the onside kick with 18 seconds to go. They throw a couple long passes. The final one intercepted in the end zone as time expired. So Eastside had a chance, but Lures gets revenge last year. you know, only scoring six points against Eastside in the sectional loss. This time, uh, talking to Carson Clark after the game, much different team, but much different Carson Clark, a kid that looked lost a lot of times last year, threw just two touchdowns and seven interceptions last year, just was throwing to his first read last year a lot, even if it was covered, uh, not being able to identify defenses pre-snap, just inexperienced stuff. But from his development from last year to this year, he's now thrown 16 touchdown passes and zero interceptions over the last five weeks, he's really stepped up for this team, and they win a sectional, the 25th in Bishop Lewis program history.
1: That is incredible, and, and for a team once again going through the gauntlet every yeah. single week in and week out in the Summit Athletic Conference, might not have had the most numbers of, of any uh, roster on the on the in the conference, but uh, you know they they prevailed. In that program, and those those coaches that have been with that program for decades, right? Because they played at Lures back in the '60s, '70s, and '80s, then you know they know what it's like, right? And they know the the pride that is invested in that as well. So,
2: and the thing is too, with, with both those coaches, with Tim Manning Concordia, Kyle Lindsay at Lures, they have to sell that, right? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna compete in the SAC. We may not win the bell, but we're gonna be primed in the postseason. If we stay together, if we play hard, if we improve and throughout the season we talk so much about different teams that are competing for the SAC. You throw Carroll in there and Northside and they were hyping up these teams. Look where we are now. We have Concordia still alive. We have Bishop Lewis still alive. Now, Homestead and Dwanger too. But those are the the things that these programs can sell. Look, you, you, you may not get the pub that these other programs get during the season, but who's winning hardware in the postseason? And Bishop Lewis and Concordia can both point to that. Definitely.
1: Now on to Class
2: 1A, Sectional
1: 43. It was South Adams meeting Madison Grant. Madison Grant, um, 12, and then have to take on a South Adams team. 55-7, 55 to seven, the final score. The Starfires still unbeaten, at 11 and 0. Grant Mosier, his one week at a time mentality for this team is working, and I'll tell you what, um, they've done everything expected of them and more. Now, <laughs> now, uh, if you wanted to test, here it is. Yep because in sectional 44 it was Southwood beating Adam Central 28 to 14. Southwood now 12 and 0 on the season and this home game uh, for Southwood for the Knights next week is is going to be a dandy. 12 and 0 versus 11 and 0 at Southwood which is in Wabash County so a bit of a drive for the Starfires. Yep. But still this is going this is uh, circle this one. Uh, My goodness, you you don't get this uh, uh, something this elite. No, uh, I think it was what uh, South Adams number one in, in class one A and what was South number
2: three three? Yeah, so. Lutheran was is two. So, uh, you know, South Adams last night, if we were going to pick an upset, uh, I don't think any game on the schedule area, you could say one team beating another was an upset unless it was Madison Grant beating South Adams, yeah. but Madison Grant comes out and kicks off and talked to Grant, Grant Mosier last night. They'd studied film. They group together close to the kicker and then they kind of fan out. It's weird. They don't line up pre snap and they go down. So what South Adams did, the old Music City miracle, so they kicked it into the into the hands of one South Adams player who hesitated then threw it across the field to another player who ran it for a touchdown on the opening kickoff. Because Madison Grant doesn't spread out on the on the pre-kick, I have no idea why they don't do that. And I'm surprised that this hasn't bit him in the butt more times than once this year. And that set the tone. I mean, the game was over on the opening kickoff, literally, because of what South Adams did. They just continued to add to it. They were up 35 at halftime. Game was over. Second string guys in the second half. I don't see that happening next week. I, I expect a closer game next week, but I still favor the Starfires going to Wabash County.
1: So the road to Lucas Oil continues. Uh, those that advanced to regional competition, congratulations. Those that are packing up your gear this morning and uh, getting it cleaned up and ready to be put away. Uh, great run. You made the sectional championship in your, uh, in your class and your sectional and, uh, yeah, we, we have a lot to be uh, be thankful for with the quality of football we have in Northeast Indiana.
2: No doubt. And, and look, even if you lost last night, you ended the season on your terms. You were not caught with the co- with COVID. Your, your season did not end because of quarantine. You ended it on the field. And for a lot of teams this year, I want to say about 17 teams over the last couple of weeks did not get that opportunity. So as, as tough as of a loss as it is to handle, especially if you're a senior, just be glad that you got to go out there and compete and lose and find your season end in that fashion as opposed to due to the coronavirus.
1: 46862, the Automotive Color and Supply text line. 46862, put TS in the front of your message. And uh, we're going to go ahead, step out, take a timeout, but then when we return, we're going to be talking with Dan Vance, Media Relations Director of the Full Wayne Mad Ants and uh, also uh, from OutsideTheHuddle.net. We'll talk to Dan when we return about... Uh, a historical season uh social media effort that's uh, that's beginning today we'll talk about that when we return you're listening to Talkin Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 the Fan 100.9 FM
4: Shop Classic, independently certified, pre-owned Rolex watches for both men and women, and the attractive, high-end designs that make Rolex watches so striking. At Peter Franklin Jewelers. Rolex, the world's most recognizable watch brand. From classic to professional Rolex models to suit any wrist. Shop of Mariner, Daytona, Datejust, Yachtmaster, Batman, and more at Peter Franklin. A Rolex is always cherished, but it also transcends its material value and takes on a personal meaning, whether it is an heirloom, a milestone, of success or a gift, a Rolex watch frequently becomes an emotional symbol that brings to life exceptional moments. Discover Rolex watches today at Peter Franklin, your independently certified pre-owned Rolex headquarters where every Rolex tells a story. Start your story today at Peter Franklin with three locations to serve you Angola, New Haven, and a DuPont Road in Fort Wayne. See the entire collection of Rolex watches online at PeterFranklin.com. When you want to make a statement, it simply has to be Peter Franklin. Thank you.
3: Well formed, a division of Genesis products in Fort Wayne is hiring. If you're looking for better pay, better hours, better benefits, Well formed has the manufacturing job for you. Stop by for open interviews on site Tuesday, November 10th from 8 a.m. till 4 p.m. at 2701 South Coliseum Boulevard in Fort Wayne in International Park across from Marathon. Check out all your opportunities, including great work hours on first shift, making $15 per hour. And Well formed pays higher than market wage for those with manufacturing experience. Great benefits include medical, dental, vision insurance, 401k with a generous company match, paid vacation, and large bonuses for good attendance, tenure, referrals, and more. Everyone gets a chance to interview at Wellformed, a division of Genesis Products. Tuesday, November 10th, from 8 a.m. till 4 p.m. at 2701 South Coliseum Boulevard in Fort Wayne. The Italian Grill is back with an all-new deal on my deals Fort Wayne. Two $25 gift certificates for the price of one on sale now locating in auburn the italian grill serves delicious pastas pizzas steaks seafood sandwiches and more take the whole family out with this exclusive offer last time the deal sold out in just a few days so don't let it pass you by go to mydealsfortwayne.com right now to get two $25 gift certificates for the price of one to the italian grill that's mydealsfortwayne.com Now back to
0: Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan
1: and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports, where we're talking local sports of all sorts. Till the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. And as always, we are presented by Automotive Color and Supply. Over there, that's Justin Kenny from OPS and OutsideTheHuddle.net. I'm Jim Shovelin. and thanks for tuning in. And uh, the text line is open at 4686246862. put TS in the front of your message. And a text that came in that says, uh, Shove, did you know that Penn State has not yet released Mac Hippenhammer so that he can play at Miami of Ohio? No excuse. He's a good kid, I guess. James Franklin Athletic d-
2: Department is a piece of work. Hmm. I didn't even know Mac had transferred. Yeah, bad. Yeah. I, I feel. But uh, hopefully they get it worked out. Now that the Mac is back in action on the field earlier in the week, so hopefully we'll get to see Mac on the football field, and I presume still on the baseball field.
1: And, and he, I was going to say he was playing even at Penn State, was playing football yeah. and baseball. Yep. Yeah. And and that's a kid that uh, you know. You talk about uh, a multifaceted athlete. That was was, uh, Mr. Hippenhammer uh, growing up in Fort Wayne in the Fort Wayne area. Yeah, no doubt. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply text line. Hey, are you on social media? Do you follow the professional sports teams? Do you follow the commas? Do you follow the tin caps? Do you follow the Fort Wayne mad ants? Because right now, more than ever, These professional teams need the engagement with the fans because of the fact that, hey, we're still in a a period of uncertainty as to when everything is going to happen and how things are going to happen. Well, there's one team in particular that's starting something really, really cool. And so I reached out to Mr. Dan Vance, Media Relations Director of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, to come on the show and tell us what is going on. Dan, good morning, sir.
6: Hey, good morning, Jim.
1: Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. And, and as I said, right now, social media is the way for teams and entities, of the, uh, for that matter, to keep in touch, to keep their fan base engaged. Because you don't want to lose that. You want to keep things in front of them to keep them ready to go whenever News drops that, hey, we're going to be starting something shortly. So, uh, you know, you have to be creative in what you do as well. And the Mad Ants have done an outstanding job in their creativity uh, through this pandemic period in doing so. And you've got something that that debuts. In fact, I think it debuts today Mm -hmm. that is outstanding. And, And I want you to tell our listeners a little bit about it.
6: Well, oh, yeah, Jim, like you said, I think at this time, you know, it's important for us as organizations to continue to engage with our fans. Our fans want that engagement. Uh, they thrive off of it. Obviously, we, uh, at the Mad Ants thrive off that engagement with our fans. We have such an amazing, uh, fan base here in Fort Wayne, but, uh, social media is the way that we can do that right now is, uh, all, like you said, the uncertainty and as we try to figure out what, uh, getting back to, uh, some semblance of normal looks like uh, as a sports organization. So, yeah, social media has become huge. Uh it was before, but it's become even bigger in this time. Uh people want that interaction whether their uh, regular day is more like what it used to be at this point or not. Uh, a lot of people are still at home. They 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 want that interaction. They thrive off that. portland's always had such a great uh base of fans. Uh, for sports, and so it, it's been huge for us. So what we're doing today, and, uh, like you said, we're, we're gonna launch today is looking at like a historical season, uh, is what we're calling it. And a chance to, to go back and, uh, engage with fans about nostalgic moments, uh, games, uh, that we've played in the past 13 seasons here in Fort Wayne. The Mad Ants have been here. Uh, nostalgia is a big part of any sports organization's fan base, you know, uh, whether you became a 4-in Mad Ants fan last year or you became a 4-in Mad Ants fan in 2011, you have memories. And so social media is such a great way to uh, engage with people, to share those memories. Uh, and launching this historical season, I think, is going to give us a chance to, to really bring that out, especially as we're waiting to see when basketball will return.
1: Well, Dan, this had to be a blast for you just to go back through the archives and, and select
6: yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Obviously, it, it's still a process, but even going through and, uh, you know, listing some of these big moments we have and, and reliving some of this history and stuff that I have gotten to cover as a journalist and watch as a fan and now being part of the organization, uh, it, it is. It's a, it's a great blast for the past, and I think that's what we want to encourage. You know, I was at the press conference when it was announced that we were getting a team at, the, at that point D-League. Uh, so, you know, I've I've seen Mad Ant's moments from different perspectives through the years, and our fans have done the same thing. They've seen different moments, different perspectives, different players, uh, and it's, it's going to be great for them to be able to relive those moments. It has been a lot of fun uh, to look back through the years at all these amazing moments, uh, some of which you may even forget happened. You know, well, obviously we had great moments recently. The greatest comeback in G League history mm-hmm. happened in February, uh, coming back to beat the Canton Charge, but those moments through the years uh, that maybe some fans have forgotten, you know, uh, the chance to recollect, I think, will be amazing.
1: We're talking this morning with Dan Vance, media relations director, of the Full Wayne Mad Ants. And uh, now, from from this perspective, will will these be social media just snippets? Will these be entire quarters, halves, games? Uh, how how will these be set up?
6: So there's going to be a lot of uh, variety of ways. Obviously the, the key for us is to go and, and we hope to do, you know, as we go, two or three times a week. You know, today we're going to look back and you'll see it uh, this afternoon on our social media platforms, on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. Um, we're going to look back at November 7th, 2017 game against Greensboro. And so those game day things will include some photos. We'll just include some, some, some stat line snippets. Uh, you know, we're, we'll incorporate some videos from some of these games. Uh, and then there will be days where it will be, uh, you know, moments, uh, Ron Howard's jersey retirement, uh, you, you know, big moments in history, record-breaking moments uh, that we've had. So it's going to be a little bit of everything, just, you know, really embracing the nostalgia and the great history that we've already established in 13 years.
1: That should be in there. There has been over the years uh, just so many different things. that I remember the bat game. Uh, I don't know if that's going to make it, uh, you know, as, as far as one of the moments or not. But prior to the start, start of the, the game, gosh, and it was probably about s- six, seven seasons ago, uh, a bat swooped down. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, as we were getting ready for tip, and I've never seen it get Well, you know who Mike Muscala is, of course, a big guy. Mm-hmm. played for the Mad Ants for a while. Uh, he, at first was very aggressive in trying to uh, well get this bat taken care of until the bat came swooping toward him but uh, <laughs> anyway it was uh, it was great and uh, we got to do play by play of it as well and uh, just a lot of fun and just one of those moments but uh, but yeah there have been so many moments uh you know from the championship season as well and it just it's so many things that that have uh, have been uh, benchmark periods in the Mad Ants history. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and uh, and I, I will certainly be uh, sharing and, and retweeting and doing whatever I can to make sure that that gets out to uh, as many people as possible. So should be a, an awesome time. And, of course, um, as of right now, we still don't know anything new uh, as far as the start of the season, although the NBA has determined that they will indeed start the season on december 22nd and then from there uh the g league has nothing uh, nothing no news to report correct
6: correct yeah you know we're, we're in a wait and see period and um you know but at the same time and this is why we you know came up with this concept um you know and, and tim bauman the president of the mad ants uh, has been great involved in this concept but it is basketball season and so uh basketball fans and Fort Wayne Mad Ants fans want basketball. And so this is a great way to give it to them. And like you just said, with that memory, even, Jim, we want to invoke that nostalgia with people uh, and get their feedback, let them share their moments. You know, what you just mentioned has nothing to do with a basketball game, mm-hmm. but it's those moments <laughs> that are created um, that has been a building block for other teams in Fort Wayne over the years. You know, I grew up in Fort Wayne going to games, going to Wizards games, uh, you know, you you build that uh, those memories. And whether it's on-the-court action or, you know, a bat flying through or uh, a kid who grew up playing in the fun zone, you know, we want to be able to invoke those memories. uh, And that's a big part of it. It it, it is basketball season. So until we can play games on the court again, uh, we want fans to, you know, remember uh, and think back and look back fondly on the time they've been able to spend at the Coliseum with us.
1: Well, I look forward to following the Mad Ants uh, uh through social media. Um yeah, just real quick, why don't you give the listeners uh uh where they can access this uh this information.
6: Yeah, you can follow us at uh the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Uh, you know, give us a follow, check out what we're doing. We've been really excited, the 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 group of us that have kind of taken the roller wall and the lead on social media this summer. About some of the, the content we've come up with. Our entire staff has been fantastic. And, you know, we all have varying experiences, uh, and varying, uh, time we've been with the organization, experiences even, like I said, with me before I was with the organization, uh, with the Mad Ants. And it's been great to, uh, rally the troops together and come up with some great content for social media, uh, that we've been pushing through the summer and the off season. Uh, and then we'll be continuing to, to push out until we can play games again, and then even after that. So, uh, you know, give us a follow on three of those platforms, and uh, I think that you'll enjoy what you see.
1: Dan, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Jim. All right. That was Dan Vance, Media Relations Director of the Four Way Mad Ants, also uh, uh, instrumental in OutsideTheHuddle.net. And, uh, their their high school football and basketball coverage uh between Dan and in Justin uh second to none. Uh just pure and simple, second to none. If you're a high school sports fan, you need to be at outside the huddle dot. Now, we're going to go ahead step out take a break. We'll come back with more you're listening to Talkin' Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 the Fan 100.9 FM. The Colts start
3: the second half of the season by welcoming in the Baltimore Ravens to Lucas Oil Stadium on Sunday. Both teams are five and two and looking like playoff teams in 2020. Join me, Matt Taylor, Rick Venturi, and Larry Overton on Sunday for countdown to kickoff, beginning at noon, followed by game action at one. It'll be a battle in the trenches. The Ravens' top rushing attack against the Colts' defense that ranks second in stopping the run. All the action on Sunday can be heard right here on your home for the Colts, the Bell Tire Radio Network, 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. 9-1
0: an emergency voice is best but what if you can't call escalated domestic disturbance
4: reported east of downtown be advised alert was received by a 911 emergency text caller is hiding in a closet and can't use her voice
0: When the situation is too dangerous to make a call, text to 911 capability now helps Hoosiers. But in most emergencies, voice is still best.
4: My sister's not breathing. Please hurry.
0: Now over 600 times a day, Hoosiers use text for 911. Text is beneficial to the hearing and speech impaired. And to those in select dangerous situations, thanks to the Indiana Statewide 911 Board, Indiana leads the nation in text to 911 capability. For more, visit IN911.net. It's good to hear your voice. Help is on the way.
3: 911. Before you text, voice
5: is best.
3: With so many roofing companies in the area, it's tough to be sure you're partnering with the right business to get the job done. Alliance Exteriors is here to make the decision easier for you. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal roofing, shingle roofing, and more. They promise to take care of you for life. From the time a team member arrives at your door to years after your job is completed with a lifetime warranty. Looking to complete that roofing job you've been considering for months before winter hits? Call Alliance Exteriors today at 908-546- Check out their Facebook or visit their website at allianceexteriorsin.com to schedule your free no-pressure estimate. All estimates come with an exclusive 10-point inspection, a $129 value for free. Plus, take advantage of $2,500 off your new metal roof for a limited time only. That's $2,500 off the last roof you'll ever put on your home. Don't forget to ask about their first responder discount. Start the process with Alliance Exteriors, your partners for life. Now back to
0: Talking Sports with Jim Shovelin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.
1: stepping wolf as a kid Ooh. anyway you alright over there? getting a little sweaty it's like, cops? <laughs> okay welcome back to talking sports thank god for the six foot rule oh, yeah. what's going on over uh, there? well hey well, when I start dancing I, okay, fine. I flail. There. I said it. <laughs> 46862 Automotive Color and Supply Text Line. That would be the Automotive Color and Supply Text Line, too. We have 46862. Put TS in front of your message. And... Uh, Holy cow! As we wrap up our talk in sports for November seventh, we have sectional champions heading to regional play in high school football. And let's just run these down. Now, I I got this. I copy pasted this onto a paper from outside dot so you know it's yeah. accurate. Nice. In Class six a, we have ten and one Homestead at Westfield, also ten and one. Class five a. Five and five, Zionsville is hosting ten and one Bishop Dwenger in Class 4A. Marion, Addie's, Noble, both teams nine and three on the season in Class 3A. Bishop Chittard, ten and one, will be hosting our Concordia Cadets. Six and five on the season four Tim Manigal's cadets in Class 2A. The six and six Bishop Lewer's Knights head to Tipton, uh, where they'll meet 10 and two Tipton in Class 1A. Oh, The Dandy South Adams 11 and 0 unblemished takes on an unscathed Southwood Knights team at Southwood in Wabash County. They are 12 and 0, so uh, this should be quite the Friday night where the survivals will head then to semi-state action. Just a step
2: away then from the state championship. I think you will look at the matchups next week and you can conceivably see four advancing teams from the area. Um, I would say the over-under at four and a half, I would put, actually. I think there's a lot of positive matchups here. Now, only one at home That's East Noble hosting Marion. Mm -hmm. But um, I like the winger on the road at Zionsville. I think it's a good matchup for the Saints. Uh, I think Lures can go to Tipton and get a win, Um, at least on the surface. haven't looked at Tipton yet. In terms of matchups, I'm not seeing a lot of, well, they're toast. I mean, the two that point out to me is Westfield against Homestead and Chittard hosting Concordia. Those are the two that I'm thinking I don't know about the chances there. But everywhere else. I think you can make a really good case for a win. So uh, South Adams at Southwood, um, you know, the one at Zionsville, like we mentioned, I feel pretty good. Marion at East Noble, I think I I like the Knights there. So four and a half—that's my over/under right now on teams that we have playing for semi-state. And this
1: is great because, believe it or not, heading into regional play in some past seasons. We haven't had all six classes or even five classes at the time that had a Northeast Indiana representation in this. So, you know, we've had seasons where, uh, uncharacteristically, we've had teams that fell by the wayside very early in the process. Uh, And, of course, then we've also had it where I believe we had four teams from Northeast Indiana down at Lucas Oil. So, uh, or maybe it was back long enough ago that it was at the Dome, but... Um but still, uh this is this is one where all six classes have representation yep. uh for next week into regional play and it it's uh, it's very cool. And like you said, uh, you know, there's uh it, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be tough for uh for Concordia with Shatard, but not impossible. You no. know, there again. I know a, a lot of the prognosticators were saying that uh that, Concordia was going to meet its match with the Norwell Knights, too.
2: Is that a shot at me? <laughs> oh, uh, I, I, if if well, it is, it's fine. Well-deserved, for sure. Well, no, it, because of the fact, when you look
1: at the stats, why not? Yeah. They'd run off eight in a row. Like I said, scoring 40 points a game, giving up nothing. Yeah. You know, and just all they
2: do is win. all bring all yeah. Brennan yeah. title. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all all this is is just reinforces the power of the SAC. Yeah, exactly. With four going to winning sectional, I think the maximum they could have won was five. The only one they didn't win was in 4A, and that was where Southside and Wayne were, your two bottom teams in the conference. So once again, the SAC shows out in sectional. We'll see if they can keep it going on Regional Friday.
1: No doubt about it. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply Text. I got just a couple of minutes left in the show. But, uh, you know, it's uh, it, it, it's a great time of year because uh, high school basketball started. College basketball is starting. St. Francis. Men ha- uh, got a win last night as well. So, uh, you know, it's, it's where sports collide. Even. Yeah. In 2020, yeah, even, even in 2020, you know, even with the pandemic asterisk yep. out there next to it, but uh, just so much fun, and we've got so much to talk about next week as well, you know, with six games contested by uh, Northeast Indiana teams that we are familiar with. So it uh, should be a
2: whole lot of fun. And the, be- the beauty of state finals this year is, is from what I understand, IHSAA is waiting till after semi-state to tell teams when they play. So if we can get a couple Fort Wayne area schools down to play for state championship, the IHSAA, if possible, will group those teams to play in the same day. Usually they break it up odds and evens, odd classes one day, evens in the other. Right, just to play once due to COVID and quarantine, these these teams from the major metropolitan areas to play on the same day. So if it's possible, they'll do it. It would be nice not to uh, be splitting the area teams up over two days and have them uh, over on one day at Lucas Oil.
1: So basically, right now, a lot of families
2: are not able to plan their Thanksgiving
1: yeah. uh, dinner weekend. I know, and that's okay with them. That's yeah, that's, <laughs> that's fine with them. We're yeah. sure. You know, I guess. Yeah, maybe next week we'll go. Who needs to buy turkey and who
2: shouldn't? Get, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, instead of picking we, games, we'll do that. Here's the th- you need to think about Thanksgiving. These people don't need to. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: we'd like to thank everybody for uh, tuning in to Talking Sports as uh, as you do every week. We appreciate that thanks to our sponsors that keep us on the air. Automotive Color and Supply, OPS, Wise Insurance, Culligan, uh, just to name a few. But uh, over the years, we've we've had several, and and we we appreciate it because... uh, it, it takes uh, it takes quite a bit to get uh, these things sustained from year to year, so we do appreciate that. Thanks to Dan Vance, Media Relations Director of the Fort Wayne Matt Anson OutsideTheHuddle.net for joining us this morning as well. Thanks to you, the listener, like I said, for always tuning in. Thanks to Justin Kenny for keeping it all smooth and for his expert analysis. We will see you next week, and until then, have a great week, everybody.
3: is greg thomas with your latest mortgage minute where you can gain an edge on your next mortgage hey we're seeing a lot of angst out there in the market right now there's a lot of transactions people are taking advantage of refinances and these really low rates that are out there but i am noticing there's a lot of anxiety and i'm talking to my clients often trying to set expectations of when things are final and when things are not quite into focus yet things like your homeowner's insurance appraisal invoice title work invoice